Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. And I'm Matt. We got a doozy for you today. (laughs) We sure do. I think this episode is the episode that Matt is probably most excited about so far. Uh, You know, we had the Incredibles Convince Me episode um, a few few episodes back, and that was a blast. But this one, um, he he absolutely wanted to get this one worked in as soon as possible. So, so Matt, we're we're talking about a, a parks thing, right? Uh, so what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about the upcoming Avengers Campus. You come into Disney's California Adventure this summer. July 18th is, is, the, is the day. The reason that I like Disney Park so much is I am a theme park person in general. Like, I like your small town theme park, your themed entertainment like medieval times and things like that. So you take then I love Disney and Disney's budget and engineering and combine it. And I just get 1000% excited for anything that comes out. So we're just going to kind of go through what's been announced. They're starting to do previews and things like that um, and get you guys excited for that. Uh, If you're going out to Disneyland this summer, it's going to be really, really awesome. So the first thing that it seems to do is it's the idea of step into your story, similar to what Galaxy's Edge is. And now, Casey, you've been to Galaxy's Edge, and do you kind of have that feel when you're in there of, like, I'm in the Star Wars? Oh, you have no idea. Like, I when, so when you walk under, and I've been, only one I've been to has been the one in Hollywood Studios, right? So you can get to there one of two ways. I don't recommend going through Toy Story Land because I think it defeats the purpose. But when you actually go through kind of that area back by the, the animation courtyard and stuff, um, where the streets of America used to be, they take you through this tunnel and you kind of go to the right and then suddenly the music changes and you are on Batuu. I mean, it is truly like you are walking into a completely different world. So if, they, if it's anything like that, this is going to be amazing. And that seems to be a, a theme of a lot of the newer park stuff. So, I mean, for example, like when I'm walking in Fantasyland or Adventureland or something like that, I'm not necessarily feeling like I'm part of the story. It's more when I'm on a ride, I do. But I'm not feeling like just walking around the land, I'm a part of things. And so whereas this, it's no, you are on the Avengers campus. You are uh, learning how to become a superhero and all this other stuff. And and so that that is a really cool thing that I think Disney is going for, that when you're in a land the the rides are not necessary i mean the rides are immersive and and tell you tell a story but while you're walking around the land you're also still a part of the story ideally someone could not go on any rides and still feel like they got something out of the land yeah well you know and looking at the the concept art on on disneyland's homepage too and i encourage you all to to take a look at that you know you can see exactly what they're talking about this thing's going to look it, it has a very galaxy's edge feel to it in terms of the immersement you're going to have the the avengers jet there in the in the middle of everything it looks like you got obviously the attraction buildings the guardians of the galaxy rides already there you know that that was the old hollywood tower of terror ride right so that's already there and it looks like where they're kind of sandwiching this in and again, I'm not familiar too much with Disneyland, but it looks like it's going to kind of be between uh, Pacific Wharf, kind of back by Cars Land, and then between Hollywood Land and Buena Vista Streets. There's like an open green space right there that this is going to be going into. So I, I think that it's going to fit really well with that California Adventure vibe. Yeah, I agree. And interestingly enough, you know, when, when Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout was replacing Tower of Terror, there was a lot of uproar. But since then, 
I the vibe that I get from a lot of Disney theme park people is they really like Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout a lot. Yep. So yep. I'm really positive on that. So you have that ride, but then there's a new ride coming. So let's start there. So that's a Spider-Man ride. <laughs> and it is pretty much from what I can tell, it is like Toy Story Midway Mania just hopped up. So let me read this direct. I have to read this direct quote um, because you're, there's no height requirement. You get in this thing and you are web slinging these bots and you're like, well, how does that work? So this direct quote from this article I read, this is by um, uh, uh, someone named Carly Wiesel. Um, she is a theme park insider. Um, if you like theme parks, especially Disney Universal, she um, is really great to follow on social media platforms. Highly recommend. So this is from her article. Web slinging with no handheld device. Utilizing a gesture recognition system that scans your position 60 times per second, the web slinging interface moves so quickly that no handheld device or sensor is required to render a virtual web. It simply appears wow. instantly like magic. So you are on this ride and you do the, uh, we, uh, as you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure all of you are doing it right now, the web swinging thing that Spider-Man does with the two middle fingers, you will be able to do that and you will be able to shoot a web. That is amazing. And as far as I understand, Tom Holland is reprising his his role in this, correct? That, from what I gather, has not been confirmed, but highly likely. Um, I, I would be shocked confirmed. if they... Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but it, it would it would shock me if he wasn't. I mean, with how Disney gets all their people and, and wants the continuity, it would shock me if he wasn't. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's your big ride because when I heard this ride first, my first thing was like, oh man, we're going to have to put on some kind of sensors. And so you start thinking about ride and you go, so now we're going to have to get on this ride and we're going to have to load up all these wrist things and people are going to have to make sure the wrist things are working and they're going to have to check a button and say, hey, is everyone's red light blinking? And that's just going to slow down the load on. But no, it's 3D glasses and that's it. And th that's just the technology for that is mind boggling to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I just looked it up. According to InsideTheMagic.net, Tom Holland is reprising his role as Spider-Man on the ride. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of your main piece. But to me, all this other stuff now, you've got you've got all this other stuff in the land that is still going to make this land so, so awesome. I think when you hear a, a land that says, oh, it only has one ride, you're only getting one new ride, how is that going to be any good? But, and there there is announced another ride coming later down the road. It sounds like it's a, you're flying to Wakanda, but there's not as many details about that because... It, uh, Chapek has said, um, head of parks, or I guess new Disney CEO, Bob Chapek has said, this is down the road. I think it's fair to also be realistic too, that, I mean, Disneyland has been closed almost a month now at this point and, and world's closed. So, I mean, that's going to affect some future projects here pretty quick. I mean, it's already affecting construction right now, but I, I have a feeling that's going to affect some future projects as well. This could be one. Yeah, absolutely. I hate to so, be the downer on that one, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. So you now have heroic encounters is what they're calling the meet and greets. So they've announced Iron Man and Black Widow. So you'll be able to do the heroic encounters with them. And then they've got three shows and I'm going to start by saying shows, I think, are some of the most underrated things at the Disney parks. I think everyone goes for rides, 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 rides. And don't get me wrong. There's some amazing rides out there. But 
you watch some of these shows and you go, wow, I'm so glad I just spent 20 minutes watching that show. That was awesome. Yep. I'm that. Why aren't more people stopping for this? <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, all of the shows at Disney are Broadway quality when you look at them. I mean, just take the, 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 the Royal friendship fantasy fair thing they do at the courtyard at magic kingdom. You know, that's a show they run, you know, five times a day. And every time it gets me, I stop and I watch it. And I know it's exactly what it's, it, it, what they're trying to do is they're trying to, you know, eat some crowd to get away from the attractions, but you know, they're, they're always at that level. So if, the, if they're at that level for this, it's going to be the same thing. So you, you've got three big shows. The, there's going to be a huge stunt show. It's going to be the first appearance of Taskmaster, who is the villain in the upcoming Black Widow movie. So there's going to be a lot of this really cool chore- choreography. And so you got like Black Widow and all your favorite heroes. And that's going to be kind of the main villain. So you've got a cool stunt show. Then you've got some like more interactive stuff where it sounds like there's going to be a show led by Doctor Strange. So there's going to oh, be like I this outdoor, yeah, there's going to be this outdoor sanctum and he's going to like train you in the mystical arts and something like that. The concept art of that looks really, really cool. And then there's also going to be one that Okoye from Black Panther leads as like a training to become one of the Black Panther guards. And both of those sound really cool. Kind of your um, souped up and, and Avengers themed, you know, Bippity Boppity Boutique or the Pirates uh, one where you dress up like a pirate and become a pirate. Like it just seems like that amped up. And Let me ask I, and, you this real quick. Um, you know, one of the things that I think makes Disney shows so powerful is that a lot of times the the stage shows use you know masked characters you got mickey you got Minnie, you got goofy you know and so you know it could be any mickey it could be any Minnie. you know what i mean but for these these are face characters with highly recognizable faces have they confirmed whether the shows are going to be like I, I know they'll be live action but like you know will they be using benedict cumberbach's or cumberbach's voice uh you know were they maybe are they videoing him for the the up close-up shots on the video or is this going to be you know disneyland cast members performing these parts do you know this will be a cast member so it will not be obviously benedict cumberbatch is not going to permanently live at disneyland but i think they've had some success with other character meet and greets or i guess heroic encounters on a lower level or lower scale now and yeah. and people, I mean, ultimately, kids don't know the difference, and people know. And I think if you had the big heads, like if there was a big-headed Doctor Strange that was leading this, that would just be goofy. Like, I, I don't be mean no it like, one. yeah, yeah, I don't mean it like that, but I mean like, again, you haven't seen Rise of the Resistance yet, so I'm going to try to do this without any spoilers whatsoever. But in one of the one of the parts of that movie, your encounter with Ray is it actually is the actress who played, you know, it's really Daisy Ridley. She's the one giving you the instructions because it's on a big screen. I don't think that this is a screen. This is an outdoor live action show. Well, it's like, you know, like when Elsa sings in front of Cinderella Castle, that's not actually that cast member singing. That is actually Adina Menzel singing uh, Let It Go. But the actress then speaks the parts when she's there. So I was just wondering if they would be blending it like that or if it's going to be just the cast members and again like you said kids don't know and 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 adults kind of already have it figured out so it may not end up being a problem i was just curious yeah no from what i know and from what they've done in the past in parks with um with characters from the marvel universe 
it's just going to be a live person and, and they have to have the mannerisms and even the timbre of the voice um, to, for the most part down. So that's kind of your stage show. So you're going to have the Doctor Strange one, the, the Okoye from Black Panther, and then a huge stunt show. So that's three separate things that are going to be high volume because you'll be able to fit a bunch of people into that, but still awesome experiences. And to be honest with you, if I'm 10, don't get me wrong, the Spider-Man ride is going to be awesome, but wouldn't it be more awesome to like be right next to Doctor Strange and having him like show me how to hold my hands and cast a spell? To me, if I'm 10, that's way more exciting. Yeah, I think Disney is going for that that whole rounded experience again, which is something that they've really done a great job at in in a lot of the recent lands that they've opened right you know if you look at toy story land it's a rounded out experience i mean the lines to meet buzz and woody at toy story land are just as long sometimes as toy story midway went many of them they extend an hour hour and a half just to meet the characters right you know you'll see yeah. the green ar- the green army man walking down the street and they're performing their thing and and people stop it, it's an experience you know uh galaxy's edge it's an experience the whole idea is you got kylo ren comes out it's part of it basically the way you know galaxy's edge is set up is it's a day in the life of the resistance set between episodes eight and episodes nine so if they do it like that again where this is you know this is truly the avengers campus this is where iron man lives this is where you know dr strange is at this is where you know the avengers are from your favorite movies they're going for that experience again. So I, I think it's really smart on Disney's part because you've already got one ride set up that will fit into this. Then you're going to have the second ride open, which is you know new, but then there's all this other tertiary stuff, which I think is going to be huge for, for the, the, the general fan and even the big fan. Exactly. So that's kind of your experiences. So now we move into food. Mm. What are you going to be able to eat here? <laughs> oh, and, I'm excited about this and, Oh, this is, I think this is really cleverly done. So it is the Pym Test Kitchen. And uh, this is a reference to um, Ant-Man and Wasp. So the idea is that it's, it's almost comic relief in food. So the pictures, the picture that gets me is you can get a chicken sandwich where the chicken patty is way too big for the bun. And (laughs) you get a meatball that is just, it's one giant meatball on a spoon. I think that's just really cleverly done and and fun. Like, it's not just, oh, I'm going to go get something to eat. It's, what's the fun of a Mickey ice cream bar? What's the fun of a Mickey pretzel? Like, why not just a normal pretzel? Well, because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And this looks like it's a, a quick service restaurant, too, because the pricing looks like it's absolutely. Fourteen ninety nine or or less is what it's going to end up being. Yeah, it's your it's your quick service restaurant. Um, you know, pick it's going to have your normal stuff, but 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 it'll be different looking. And then they're also doing a micro brewery. Is Ant Man the proprietor? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, and so it's a 20 seat bar serving cocktails and beer. Um, that's clearly a direction that Disney is moving towards. I mean, with Ogus Cantina in um, in Star Wars is hugely popular. I, I anticipate that this will also be a very popular destination, especially if the drinks are themed to Avengers and, and other Marvel properties. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. It seems to be the you know well that whole idea of the microbrewery is pretty big among among millennials now and, and Generation X obviously as well. And I think they're trying to hit that that lounge experience, like hey, lounge out for a little bit of time. It doesn't have to be go go go. You know, Disneyland's always had that kind of laid back uh, experience, but you know when you go to Disney World, it's more go go go. So it's nice to have that lounge to just lay back in and just kind of enjoy and to have it themed along those lines and, and themed as a microbrewery. I think that's kind of clever too. Absolutely. And then the crown jewel of the food. And I think this is the best theming that they could do. They are going to have a shawarma place. <laughs> so a reference to um, the end are. of 2000, um, 2012 Avengers movie where uh, Tony Stark, you know, wakes up and oh, you guys want to get shawarma? Like I saw a shawarma place there. And then they have the end credit scene of them all just like sitting around eating shawarma. All right. Hey, all right. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Now, you know the um, and, history and... behind Captain America in that, right? You know the story behind Captain America in that scene? No, I don't. You don't know the, the Steve Rogers history? So, okay. So, that scene, as I understand it, was shot way after the original movie was shot. Like we're talking months after it was a post-production shoot. They decided to add it in last minute. And because of that, Chris Evans, who plays Steve Rogers, plays Captain America. He had already started growing a beard for another movie that he was shooting. And as such, he couldn't shave the beard. And so they had to put a prosthetic chin on his face. And the reason why you see him kind of face down with his chin holding up his his face, his head like that, is to hold that prosthetic on. He wasn't able to actually chew at all during that scene. He just had to sit there and kind of look (laughs) downtrodden. You didn't know that? I did not know that. No. Uh, Yeah. So, no, that that is – look it up. Look at that scene again, and you'll see that he doesn't chew anything. And the entire time he spends with his chin, with his 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 fist up against his chin. That that's just a fun little little Easter egg with that movie. <laughs> Definitely gonna have to watch that again. So, but I I, I think that's just such a good a, a, a funny theming. And total side note, shawarma is my favorite food. I oh, <laughs> love shawarma. Douse that thing in some garlic. If you have not had shawarma, I command, I, I will not make many demands in this podcast. I demand that you go eat some shawarma at some point in the next three months. And it is so good. Douse that in some garlic sauce. It's ugh, ugh, so, <laughs> so good. So I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what I'm more excited for, <laughs> going on the Spider-Man ride or eating shawarma in Disneyland. Um, just, don't, but, just don't do them right next to each other. Give yourselves 45 minutes before you uh, – if you're going to eat the shawarma, eat the shawarma after you go on the ride or give yourself a 45-minute wait. Just, just saying. Just absolutely. Saying. Absolutely. <laughs> so I got two more big things from this land. Um, that And All so right. I, I got to talk about the merch. We got to go merch. Do you know? Have you found anything on the merch? It looks like from what I'm reading here, there's going to be, from what I can see, two different um, two different stores, one of which is actually already open. So you got Web Suppliers and you've got the Collector's Warehouse, which is now open now. I'm not seeing much in terms of, of what they're actually offering. It looks like a bunch of T-shirts right now just in the picture. But tell me about them. I see superhero costumes, comic books, Marvel DVDs, graphic tees, action figures, 
collectibles and vinyl figures, uh, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout themed apparel. Now that's at the uh, collector's warehouse. So what else is that? What else are they going to be offering? So the the Web Slingers one is going to be more of a Spider-Man themed one, and it's going to have your normal stuff like your plastic web shooters, your Web Slinger vehicles, you know, backpacks and things like that, your shirts and things like that, and also a lot of um, STEM things um, like. It says Gamma Goo playset or a do-it-yourself web maker. But the crown jewel is your own spider bot. So from the ride, you're shooting these spider bots and you can then go and purchase your own because they've been now they're they've been rewired so they're now friendly. So again, mm. I'm going to read the direct quote because I don't want to mess up the excitement of this. So same article. You can scoop up your own Spider-Bot as seen within the attraction at the land's main web supplier shop. These remote-controlled robotic spiders are no longer running amok, but are customizable and ready for head-to-head battle. Equipped with gameplay functionality, they'll recognize each other and Hmm. blast lives away until one bot loses and the top shell pops off. It's futuristic fun made all better by add-on tactical upgrade accessories themed to characters like Black Widow, Iron Man, or Black Panther, which provide specialized skills and advantages in battle. You know what it sounds like to me is it sounds like the droid depot, create your own droids, taken to the next level. If you look at the progression of when, when Pandora, the World of Avatar, came out in Animal Kingdom, and you were able to... Uh, choose your own banshee and, and and get your own banshee right and the banshee was you move it with your with the remote that you get and you know there was a whole process there was a whole ceremony which i'll tell you i don't even think they do the ceremony anymore but you can still get your banshee right then they moved into you know uh galaxy's edge in which case you were able to you know create your own droid through the droid depot and again the droid depot depending on what chip you choose whether it's light side or dark side you're able to recognize other droids that are light side or dark side respectively they communicate differently things along those lines and the lightsaber um thing the lightsaber experience seems to also mirror that that whole like you're not just going in and saying one lightsaber please you're getting the experience of creating it yeah, I agree. And so I think what this is doing is it's elevating it. It's as, as Walt used to put it, he's plussing it to the next level, which is so now you're getting this, you know, spider bot, you know, that it's an actual interactive game. There's actually a story to it. And as we know, merch, attractions, experiences are better when there are stories. So that's what this sounds like to me. So, I mean, that this sounds like this is going to be a huge huge win for disney Uh, and i love the idea of the tactical upgrades where you can make your bot look because i'm sure each of them will have a different look i mean yeah there'll be different skills for in battle but that you can make your bot look to how you want it to and the marvel universe has has now has so many different characters that you can go with well what do i think is the tactical upgrade for battle or what do i just think looks the coolest i think that's that's Mm -hmm. just such such a cool, cool idea. And I mean, I'm already like, oh man, I want a droid. Do I need one of these too? This kind of reminds me of Matt is there was a series of toys that came out uh, a few years back. And and I know you remember them because you were working at the Disney store when they came out too. And they were series of toys where you bought the toy, you bought an Iron Man, and you were able to almost have like an interactive video game with other versions of these toys. And I'm having a hard time remembering what they were called. 
Um, oh, I remember, remember what I'm talking about, though. Yes, I do. Um, oh, the Playmation. Yeah, Playmation. So that, yes, that was the that's Playmation re- toys. Yeah, so that's what this reminds me of. Is this reminds me of a series of toys that came out a few years ago called Playmation, where you bought the the Tony Stark, the Iron Man, the Thor, whatever, and they recognized one another via Bluetooth or RFID, and you were able to have basically what was a live video game with your toys, right? I, I think this is where when you know you and I have been in this business for a while now, and and we've seen the various departments of Disney start to kind of combined together you know at one point disney consumer products was one thing you know disney media was another disney parks was another and and over the years you start to see these different departments combined and one of the departments was was interactive media and we became disney consumer products and interactive media and then that combined with disney parks right so what i'm really seeing here is an evolution of the ability to take all of these things that Disney's done over the last, you know, five to 10 years, be it Playmation, be it Disney Infinity, you remember that for the, for the video oh, games, yeah. be it the RFID technology and the Toy Story figures that, that came out last year, right, that were able to talk to one another, uh, their video, all of that now comes to combine these ultimate collector's items, these ultimate toys that even adults want. That, that to me is just, it's brilliant. It's, it's exactly what Walt did. Uh, where he no good idea ever gets thrown away. It just gets pushed to something else later on, you know? Absolutely. So really cool merch coming. And I'm sure this is not the only thing that's coming. There's going to be so much cool stuff. So there's one more thing that, and and this is the one thing that I think leads into, I start the conversation of where do you see this now coming in the rest of the Disney parks? And it is Stuntronics. So what Disney is doing is they're creating animatronics that can do high level stunts that just would be way too dangerous for a human to do. Mm -hmm. The application for this is, at least in the immediate future, is that they have created a Spider-Man stuntronic. So Mm -hmm. as you are in the land, Spider-Man is going to be web swinging from roof to roof. I saw the video for that, the training video or the test yeah. video or something several months back. And I was like, this is insane. Um, but the fact that they've mastered it just completely blows me away. And to me, you start to look at, okay, so for Galaxy's Edge, what would it look like to have the Mandalorian fly in the air? Mm-hmm. every so often in fantasy land what would it look like to have peter pan or tinkerbell fly yeah. over in yeah. toy story land what would it look like for buzz lightyear to fall with style across the um across the way like there are so many applications to make a land really come alive where you're walking around and you go look it's mm-hmm. peter pan uh, and, and that's that just seems so so cool to me and again makes the land come alive outside of a the land is the attraction not the roadways and pathways are getting you to the attraction it is now it is a part of the of the attraction yep well matt i don't know about you but this gives me a reason beyond just the regular reason to get out to disneyland this gives me the biggest reason to get out to disneyland now because this is something that Walt Disney World will not have, Uh, you know, the big elephant in the room as we kind of start to wrap up is, you know, anything east of the Mississippi Avengers related, Disney is not allowed to put in their theme parks because of the the uh, in perpetuity 
agreement that Marvel had with Universal so many years ago. So this just gives us a a reason to get out to Disneyland at some point to check this particular park out and and get this you know just get this attraction and get this in. I think this is going to be one of those sleeper um, lands that you know people weren't as heavily anticipating like they were with Galaxy's Edge, but it's going to be a huge win for the parks. Please let us know what part of Avengers Campus you're most excited for, or if we missed anything, please let us know because we want to know those things. All right, Matt, as we wrap up, do you want to tell them um, how they can get a hold of us? Yes, absolutely. So if you want to send us what you're looking forward to and or anything we missed, beersandears1928 at gmail.com is our email. And then on Twitter and Instagram, it is beersandears1928. We'll be putting out some content there as well. You can interact with us and things like that. And as always, five stars, rate and review us. Uh, Drop us a a review, rate us five stars, please. It really helps us out. And if you're not a part of our Facebook group, Beers and Ears Podcast, uh, join up. Uh, We've got almost 200 members now. So, um, and I, I know we've said this in past episodes, but gosh, everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, you know, Matt, Mr. Brown, I don't want to go. I don't want to go, Mr. Brown. I don't want to go. <laughs> all right. Are you dusting away the podcast? I'm dusting away the podcast. So, all right, guys, have a good one, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you next time, everybody.